Welcome everyone to today's daily directional. These are navigational messages that help keep us pointed in the right direction. I'm Pastor Bethany, and I'm a learner, listener, and noticer of God. This podcast is a part of the Storytellers Collective. You can find us online at www.storytellerscollective.org. We believe God's story, as told through the Old and New Testaments of the Bible. We also believe our lives are a story that matters. When we begin to see the very real places where God's story and our stories intersect, we unlock wonder, worship, and a hope that communicates truly good news. Every day, we desire to turn our focus, our faces, our eyes, our hearts toward the God that our souls love. We choose to seek first the kingdom of heaven and believe the promise that our physical and emotional needs will be met by God. Our God is Father, Provider, Deliverer, Friend, Advocate, Anchor, Redeemer, Leader, and Guide. He graciously walks beside us every step of every day. He is our true north, our bright morning star, a lamp for our feet and a light for our path. Hello, everyone. We are going to take a little break from James just for the next couple of days. We will hit James chapter two on Monday. But the spirits led me to a little bit of a different place for today and for tomorrow. And we're going to trust the Spirit's good guidance and direction and just hope that this is all for the best and that it meets you to exactly where you are. So we all have a problem. We are tired. We are worn out and broken down. And sometimes that even moves to a space of utter exhaustion, where we realize that we really don't have anything left in the tank And the normal things that we might do, like rest for a weekend or eat good food, (laughs) don't really cut it. We don't know very well in our current culture how to stop. In lots of ways, I think we really feel deep down in our cores that we can't stop. That doesn't mean that we don't ever go on vacation or we don't leave things for an evening or two or go to bed early and really hope and pray that sleep is going to cure us. But I have found at least on my own part that the weariness that I feel at times is far deeper than those kinds of things solve. It's like a weariness deep down into my soul, into my bones in a way that will require at least a year's worth of better night's sleep. And Maybe that is a place to start (laughs) or a place to have a lot of of goals towards getting better. Um, But I just feel like God has some things to say to us about our rhythms and our choices as well. So what do we do? I think we are to check out Exodus chapter 16 together and then talk about the solution that God has been talking to me about and teaching me lately. So 
Here's the story as we head into Exodus chapter 16. God has just sent Moses into Egypt to release the Israelites from slavery. They've been slaves under Pharaoh for 400 years. The Israelites, the Hebrews, they were miserable there. They worked hard. They were oppressed. Their babies were in danger and had been killed because of population control. They were really, truly slaves, and they were not treated very well. Now, we find them in the middle of the wilderness, in the middle of the desert, and there's somewhere around two million of them, scholars believe. Moses and his brother Aaron are leading them, and God (laughs) is leading Moses and Aaron. Well, where we meet them in the story right now is that they have gotten hungry. And just like me, when I get hungry, they begin to complain. They say things like, we wish Pharaoh had killed us. (laughs) They think we're dying of hunger. (laughs) They even say that they believe that what they had in Egypt was far better than the situation that they're in now, even though they're free. So we are going to read just a couple of verses here. Exodus chapter 16, verses 4 through 7. And this is where God hears their grumbling. The Lord said to Moses, I will rain down bread from heaven for you. The people are to go out each day and gather enough for that day. In this way, I will test them and see whether they will follow my instructions. On the sixth day, they are to prepare what they bring in And that is to be twice as much as they gather on the other days. So Moses and Aaron said to all the Israelites, In the evening you will know that it was the Lord who brought you out of Egypt. And in the morning you will see the glory of the Lord, because he has heard your grumbling against him. Who are we that you should also grumble against us? God shows up in a glory cloud. And he says that he will reign bread on them from heaven every morning, and that he will provide meat for them every evening. And you know, the next morning, the Israelites wake up, dew appears on the ground, and as the sun rises, they see a white flaky substance on the ground. And they say, what is it? And we find out that then Moses and the people refer to it as manna, which really means what is it? So now, continuing the story, we're going to read, and this is in the NIV, Exodus chapter 16, verses 16 through 30. This will take a minute, so get settled in and enjoy listening. This is what the Lord has commanded. Everyone is to gather as much as they need. Take an omer for each person you have in your tent. The Israelites did as they were told. Some gathered much, some little. And when they measured it by the omer, the one who gathered much did not have too much, And the one who gathered little did not have too little. Everyone had gathered just as much as they needed. Then Moses said to them, No one is to keep any of it until morning. However, some of them paid no attention to Moses. They kept part of it until morning. But it was full of maggots and began to smell. So Moses was angry with them. Each morning, everyone gathered as much as they needed. And when the sun grew hot, it melted away. On the sixth day... They gathered twice as much, two omers for each person. And the leaders of the community came and reported this to Moses. He said to them, this is what the Lord commanded. Tomorrow is to be a day of Sabbath rest, a holy Sabbath to the Lord. So bake what you want to bake and boil what you want to boil. Save whatever is left and keep it until morning. 
So they saved it until morning as Moses commanded, and it did not stink or get maggots in it. Eat it today, Moses said, because today is a Sabbath to the Lord. You will not find any of it on the ground today. Six days you are to gather it, but on the seventh day, the Sabbath, there will not be any. Nevertheless, some of the people went out on the seventh day to gather it, but they found none. When the Lord said to Moses, how long will you refuse to keep my commands and my instructions? Bear in mind that the Lord has given you the Sabbath. That is why on the sixth day, he gives you bread for two days. Everyone is to stay where they are on the seventh day. No one is to go out. So the people rested on the seventh day. So there are some parts of this story that I feel like get skipped over quite often, but they're important. God tells them each to gather as much as you can eat. And then he says that you shall each take an omer, an omer per person in their tent. So they did. Then it says that some gathered more and some gathered less, but when they measured, those who gathered more had no excess and those who gathered little had no lack. In the end, they all had enough. They each had that omer that God had directed for each person in the tent. Hmm. So what does this tell us about God's economy? I think quite a few things. Number one, effort doesn't get us ahead. Number two, greed won't work. Number three, provision is equal. And it requires daily gathering. Remember, they're told that they shouldn't keep it till tomorrow. And those who did found out that it started to stink and be filled with maggots. Ew. So each person had as much as he could eat. And that reminds me that each one of us needs to really lean into this truth. God gives each person enough. What he gives is enough. It's enough to provide, enough to sustain, enough to satisfy for today. Now, you'll have to come back to him. You'll have to reach out with your ask again for your daily bread tomorrow. And I think this is why church traditions tell us that we're supposed to have daily devotions. Certainly one of the reasons why we have to come here and work on our being pointed in the right direction every day. See, yesterday's prayers won't sustain us for today. Yesterday's words from the Lord will not be enough. We know when our bellies are aching and rumbling with hunger that yesterday's meals aren't enough for today. We have to come back, back to our father, back to our provider, asking again, gathering and gleaning again. Now we also learn or know from this story that storage isn't possible in God's economy. And why is that? Well, I think that when we store things, we hold on to them for later. It makes us arrogant and prideful and makes us think that we don't have to go to him again. As people, we have a natural bent towards excess. And I really do think that God knows that's not in our best interest. Not because he doesn't want to provide for us sometimes by storage, like Joseph and saving Egypt from famine with storehouses of grain. There are places and stories where God is careful to make sure that people have enough ahead of time. But I think that God knows that excess spoils us. And excess makes us self-reliant. When he really wants to spend time with us learning, we don't have to be that. (laughs) 
that he's our good father, that we are his children, and that he will provide. Yet we still have to get up, get out of our tents and go collect what it is that he's given. I really believe that God's purpose for the Israelites while they were in the desert, while they were wandering around, was to teach them how to be his people. He was teaching them how to worship him, serve him, identify with him, depend on him, live with him, follow him. Before this, the Israelites were slaves. They were oppressed and they were taken advantage of by Pharaoh. They were highly influenced by this slave mentality and by Egyptian culture. They built bricks day after day to build Pharaoh's empire. And the reason that Pharaoh was building this empire was to develop and flaunt opulence, to get ahead, to store up riches as a way to prove his status and power and independence. I really believe for all of us, it is to remove need. It's uncomfortable for us to sit with our needs, isn't it? Egypt was a consumer society, and it was a society who was built on outward appearance. Well, God wanted to and wants to rewrite the Israelites' understanding of themselves as a free people and us as his people now as a free people. He wanted to rewrite them and their understanding as those set aside for a better life, a life that comes through doing things God's way, even though his way and his economy maybe don't make the most sense to us right away. So how does considering all of this point us in the right direction today? Well, for me, it changes my natural inclination to work harder and longer. And instead of that, it moves me to a place of realizing that maybe less is more. It also reminds me that I am who God says that I am. I'm his child. And he is a good father who will always provide me with enough for today. I pray that you too can lean into the father's provision, that you can look for it, that you can stand up out of wherever it is that you are sitting and waiting right now, and you can go and gather it. That you will feel filled today to the brim with as much as you can eat, regardless of how much energy you have. That you will learn you don't have to store up for tomorrow. You know, there's a verse about that. (laughs) Jesus talks about it in Matthew. The birds, they don't toil and spin. (laughs) neither do the lilies. We're not supposed to store up things for ourselves in storehouses. And we're not supposed to worry about tomorrow because tomorrow has enough trouble of its own. God wants us to be present here today because that's where we get to be in relationship with him and relationship with each other. Stay present, friends. Open your hands and your heart to receive what it is that God would give you today. Enjoy it. And we'll see you back here tomorrow.